Hey friend, my name is Wallace and I'm a pastor. Today I want to talk to you about having humble confidence. I say again, I want to talk to you about having humble confidence when it comes to teaching or preaching the Word of God or sharing the Word of God with another person in just about all settings. How should I do it? Well, I should share the Word of God. I should preach the Word of God. I should teach the Word of God. I should be a preacher of the Word with a humble confidence. I should be a teacher of the Word with humble confidence. Oh, my friend, the scripture is very clear. Peter helps us understand. And I love Peter. He's passionate, man. He's got a lot of energy. Oh, he ain't perfect. He passionately pursued Christ. And he passionately ran from Christ. He passionately committed to Christ. And he passionately denied Christ. Oh, we could go on and on about Peter. I love Peter. I can relate to Peter. I don't know about you, friend, but I love me some Peter. So he writes a couple of letters to the church, the Christians, just trying to encourage them. And he says a lot, and I'm missing, I'm not going to talk about a lot of what he said or the majority of what he said, but I just want to touch on humble confidence. Here in these letters in 1 Peter and 2 Peter, he's basically talking about the grace of God that has saved us. And then in 2 Peter, you could argue that he talks about the grace of God that has saved us for good works. You see, grace of God saves us, right? We're saved by grace, but we are saved for works, right? You can't do anything to get your salvation, to get right with God. It is all God, nothing but God. You just trust in God. You believe and trust in what Jesus did, the work that he did on the cross. Amen. So you, my friend, you're saved by grace, but you are saved by grace for works. Not saved by works, but you are saved by grace for works. Saved for works. You are not saved by works. So what are we to do? We are to do, that's the point. Not to gain our salvation, but we are called to be holy, to be obedient, to do, do, do. And it is an imperative that we do the will of God, that we live it out, that we progress in our Christianity, that we work out our salvation in fear and trembling. Here in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 11, Peter says, If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. Wow! I am to speak as if I'm speaking the very words of God? Well, how do you, how do the words of God speak? Oh, they're very weak, very soft, or they're, they're confusing. They are, you know, just light little words, little to no energy. They are words that, 
they're kind of important, but not the most important. They're helpful. They're nice to know, but not, I must know. No, I'm being facetious, obviously. If we're to speak like God, I think it's like with the utmost confidence. Amen? We're to speak the words of God with the utmost passion. This is where Peter comes in, man. I just love Peter just seeping into this. He was passionate. We should be passionate. We should speak the word of God with the utmost conviction. We should speak the truth in the word of God as if it is the most important thing to speak. We should speak the word of God as if it's the last words we might speak to you would be the very words of God, nothing else. There's nothing more important than the words of God. Speak it with authority. Speak it with confidence. Speak it with passion. And speak it as if it's so important that all must hear and know. I think that's what he's saying. I read it again. He says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. But before you get so cocky and confident and you, you act as if you're so polished and you're the greatest preacher or teacher or, or proclaimer of God's word and you get cocky and start judging and acting as if you're better than this person, be careful that you don't fall into a prideful trap. A cocky, prideful trap. As if you are better. Oh, my friend. You say it with confidence, yes. But you have to have humility. Look at what he says in the same letter that Peter pens, direction he's giving us. Listen to what he says about humility. He says, all of you, clothe yourselves with humility. First Peter chapter five, verse five, the second part. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Because, here's why, God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. So I don't know about you, friend, but I don't want to be proud or cocky or self-confident, but I want to be humble because I want the favor of God. But I also want to speak with confidence. I want to speak with passion. I want to speak the words with authority, not as if they're my own, but on God's behalf to the best of my ability. Now, be careful. You don't have to act as if you are a prophet. Thus saith the Lord, and then you begin to speak. But you do your best to be a student of God's word, and you proclaim the truth with humility, but with confidence. And I think only God's grace can enable us to speak with great confidence before people, whether officially behind a pulpit, officially in a Bible study as the leader or facilitator, or one-on-one, -on -one, over the phone, or in person in a restaurant, on the street, in the workplace, at the bus stop, in the grocery store, wherever you are, speak with a humble confidence. I think that's God's word. I think you're safe to invest yourself into that. I think you're safe to invest your life in this truth because God's goodness and blessings will truly follow. Do it God's way. Say God's words with a humble confidence.
Lord bless you. Lord keep you.